When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man, we're live, aren't we? Whew, we are live. What is going on? Not sure why, but almost every time before a live lesson, I get a little nervous. Like, oh no, I hope I don't mess it up. There have a lot of things planned for you today. So things could go horribly wrong, but they're not going to, right? Today, we are going to be learning about money. So lots of vocabulary words that we use in English when we talk about money, but I would like to say hello to a couple people. Amina. Amina is in the house. What's going on? We, how are you? Julia. Julia, welcome. Welcome. Oh, can't forget about Dr. Luke here from Poland. So the way this works is I'm going to teach you hopefully a bunch of new things, but even if you know it already, it'll be a nice review. And then there will be a couple channel members that come on live here. I'm a little nervous. I'm nervous for them. They're coming on in a foreign language. They're going to do great though. They're going to do great. Hey, is Italy in the house? Gabriel, ciao. Ciao, amico mio. And um, yeah, Semra. Semra will be on in a little bit too. Yeah, you need to usually wake up early, right, Julia, to make some money, to make that moolah. We'll talk about moolah as well. And then at the end, if you're if you're watching on a desktop, this might work better, but we're going to play a little vocabulary game. It's called Quizlet Live. It's super easy to get into, but you might need two, two browsers or two tabs to be open, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, Mega, um, if you're, if you're a channel member, I put up a video yesterday of me playing the drums. They're back there. I mean, I'm a, I'm a trash drummer, but um, people were very nice. So thank you. Thank you, Mega. India is in the house. I hope, I hope this is a good time for most people. And I see Cecilia's here from Argentina. And I know we have some people from Jake's here from Korea. And Mega's here from India. And then we have Argentina represented. So hopefully in Uzbekistan, I saw was in the house. So welcome, Uzbekistan. Hey, and Indonesia's here. Ario, welcome. So now that I hopefully I've said hi to most everybody, you know, Argentina's here. Yeah, Maria's here. She's going to be on a little bit later. She has a great question. I can't forget Taiwan, Romania. Hey, Lucian, how are you? So the first term I'd like to talk about right here is, is not this. This is just an introduction. But the first term, they kind of go together. And it is bills or paper money. So we would use that term for either of those or for, for that picture. We might use those are bills. Or we might say those that's paper money, but we also have something called coins. So I'd like to talk about those two together. And I have a sentence for you. 
So if you want to pause the lesson or if you're watching on replay, hello, watching on replay, I wrote some some words that I think will help you with your English. So if you want to write those down or if you want to practice shadowing with them, they are here and they should be grammatically correct. So in this sentence, I'm comparing two things. And I think that can be a little difficult in any language when you want to compare two things. So I wrote this sentence for you. I would rather have bills in my pocket than coins. So we're comparing those two things, bills or paper money with coins. And the reason I would like to have bills in my pocket rather than coins is, well, bills are lighter. They're usually worth more money. Now, these are, these are $1 bills. And our first president, George Washington, is on the bill. So that's not that that's not worth that much money, but probably worth more than those coins. I see a lot of coins there and most of them are pennies. I see maybe a couple dimes, but I would rather have bills in my pocket rather than coins. I don't know about you, but that's, that's how I roll. I would rather have bills in my pocket or my wallet. We'll talk about wallet and billfold a little bit later. So the next sentence goes with the next picture here. If the bank is closed, you can use the ATM to get out money. And that's our next vocabulary word or vocabulary term. ATM. I think most countries have ATMs, right? It actually stands for something that you probably won't need to know in English. It stands for automated teller machine, teller machine, but you don't, you don't, you don't need to know that. You just need to know ATM. Hey, where's the ATM? And that way you can get money out. Gee, Mohammed. I, yeah, this is, I am an English teacher. I don't know anything about Bitcoin. I know nothing about Bitcoin. So I am here only, thank you, Siwu. I am here only as an English teacher, not an accountant. We'll talk about accountants a little later. And I'm definitely not a financial advisor. A financial advisor is someone who can advise you or guide you with your finances. And I am not that. I can barely deal with my own finances. You know who's good at it is my wife, Jamie. She takes care of all the bills. So... Maybe she should do a lesson on investing, but I am just an English teacher. Oh, that makes me, that makes me feel so good. That's why I do this is to try to help people all around the world become better with English. And I hope I'm doing that here. ATM. I think I might have another sentence with that. If the bank is closed, you can use the ATM to get out money. No, I just have that one, but you could end that sentence without, if you want. So sometimes in English, the order of the words, it doesn't really matter that much. If the bank is closed, you can use the ATM to get money out. I could have said that 
it's perfectly fine. Sometimes you can change words in English and it doesn't affect the meaning. Sometimes you switch up the words and it totally affects the meaning. And if you notice, I do have that comma here. We won't get into grammar too much. But if you're ever writing in English and you start a sentence all start a sentence with if, you will need a comma before the subject. You'll need a comma somewhere in your writing. Next one. You must pay the cashier before you can leave the store. And that's our next word I'd like to talk about is cash ear. Cashier. That's it. Cashier. We'll get to cash register in just a second. So a cashier is the person who, unless you steal something, which I hope you don't steal anything, but you go into the store, you want to buy something, you got to see that person right there. It's the cashier. They are usually next to the door. So you can't leave without paying. You need to pay that person. And guess what? The cashier is over by the cash register. And that's the next word I'd like to talk about. The cashier is over by the cash register. And I could not find a really good picture for cash register. Just a child's toy. So I use that one. But it has everything right there. It has the drawer. That's what we call the drawer there. It's got the little buttons with the numbers. That's all you need. A cash register. Cash money, as they say. Hey, I'm going to look through the chat to see if there's any. I like doing these lessons, but sometimes it feels like, you know, I'm not quite connected to everyone. So let me look through. Here we go. Look at this. We, Yeah. That's the great thing about ATMs. We can go back to that for a second. But that's the great thing about ATMs is they are often available 24-7. 24-7 is one way you can say all the time. 24-7, meaning 24 hours a day, seven days a week. ATMs, they're often available 24 24- 24 seven. Hey, our friend from Uzbekistan already said that I didn't have to type that in Farada 24 seven nicely done. Yeah. So Mohammed, did you learn at university how to teach the language? Yes, I did many, many years ago, the university of Alabama, we say roll tide university of Alabama. They have a good American football team. And I went there Oh, I don't know. 20 years ago, I guess. I'm getting old. Yeah, Miho from Japan is here. Welcome. And I believe Miho works at a sort of Home Depot, maybe? Is it kind of like Home Depot? Oh, I love this one, Siwu. My father says he feels like an ATM. <laughs> maybe he's tired of making money for the family. Yeah, if the dad or the mom... We're going to talk about gender roles in a minute. Um, Yeah, the dad might have all the money, and he just feels like he's giving you money, feeling like an ATM. Love it. Love it. The next one. Have we we done this sentence yet? I think we have. You Maybe not. You must pay 
the cashier before you leave the store. Yeah. You want to do that. Because if not, you're stealing. Stealing's bad. Hey, but you don't need any money to steal. It's just illegal and you might get put in jail. So probably best not to do it. The next one I want to talk about is debt. And here is the example sentence for you. Debt is when you have a negative amount of money. You don't want to do that. But sometimes it happens. Debt. What's the next one? Debt. So let's say you're spending more money than you have. We say that you will be in debt. And in the United States, it is hard now to go to college and leave college without being in debt. Now, let's take a look at how that is spelled because it's kind of weird. I am saying debt. There is a silent B in that word, debt. So in the United States, college is extremely expensive. It, you might be spending fifty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year. It usually takes four years to go through college or university. In the United States, college, university, it's the same thing. In other countries, it's different. But college, university, to go there for four years, you're probably going to come out of college in some debt. In some debt. And here's a, uh, a sad sentence, but it's true. And uh, yesterday I put up a video about going to the doctors. And I might do a video on how insurance works in the United States. But here's my example sentence for debt. The family went into debt after the high medical bills. So unfortunately, in the United States, medicine costs a lot of money. And I think in most places it does. But if you are sick or a family member is sick, oftentimes they pay so much money towards the hospital and towards the doctors that they might go into debt. All right, let's check here. See any questions. Is Jamie here? Jamie's here. I didn't even say, hey, Jamie, what's going on? I told everyone that you were the financial guru of the family. And if someone is a guru, that might act, that actually might come from Hindi, by the way, mega, I'm not sure, but guru, I mean, it's another way to say expert. So guru, Jamie, my wife is the financial guru of the family. As I hit the microphone, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. Luciano. Oh yes. I'd love to see a video on medical services in the USA. By the way, medical services are almost free in Romania. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, because I know my friends in Canada, they'll often want to go to the United States because you can get in to see a doctor more quickly. But in Canada, it's it's free. And we're going to talk about taxes in a little bit because, of course, nothing is really free. The money has to come from someplace. But we'll, we'll talk about taxes and um, Yawin from 
Taiwan has a great question I want to get to in a little bit. Guru and learn Italian con l'americano says it is from India. So good. Oh, the expert mega. She knows Hindi. So guru, we have taken that word from Hindi and we put it right into English. I think the same is um, true for yoga, right? Yoga. That's what we do in English is we don't try to change it. We just, we just bring it in and I use karaoke as an example from the Japanese karaoke. I know if there are any French speakers in here, I believe there's like a whole school or a whole just like group of people, the Académie de Français, that just, if anything comes into the French language, they will change it to make it sound a little more French. In English, we don't do that. So we were talking about debt. That, that's not a fun subject to talk about for sure, but it's one that we need to talk about. Now, maybe so that you don't go into debt, you can take out a loan. And that's our next one right here. A loan. You can see this couple. They're young. They look very happy. And they have a picture of a house. So a lot of people will take out a loan from the bank. And notice it's it's a noun here, a loan. They take out a loan from the bank. Loan can also be a verb. So the bank can loan this couple money to pay for their house. So let's say you have a house. It costs $200,000. Most people don't have that amount of money in their pocket. They don't have that amount of money in their bank account. So they will ask a bank, hey, can I take out a loan? You're going to pay for my house. We're going to talk about mortgage in a minute. You're going to pay for my house. I'm going to pay you each month. You're going to charge me a little bit extra. We call that interest in English, interest. So when you take out that $200,000 loan, you're going to pay the bank a little extra because they have given you that loan. I am hoping the bank will lend me money so I can buy that new car. I need to get that loan. Another popular thing that people take loans out for are cars. Cars, usually pretty expensive, especially a new one. Most people don't have that amount of money in their pocket. So they'll take out a loan. I don't like borrowing money from the bank, but I don't have enough money in my account to do so. So that person probably wants a car or a house and they just don't make enough money. They haven't been able to save up enough money. So they go to the bank. Now, it gets a little special when we talk about housing loans. And you might hear the term mortgage sometimes, and that is specifically, it's a special word that we use for loans when it comes to houses because they're so expensive and they usually have to be paid off 
over a really long amount of time, 20, 25, 30 years. And you'll often hear that. I need to take out a mortgage in order for me to buy a house. I don't know. It must be nice if you have that amount of money in your bank account. Say, oh, I want a new house. Here's $200,000. Must be nice. I am not in that position. I am not in that position. Mortgage. Jake, I hope it's not too late for you in Korea. Jake. Oh, French. Miss Rue. That's what we would say. I don't, I don't dare say your first name. Let, no, I'm going to mess it up. I'm sorry. Miss Rue. Miss Rue. We have a lot of English words in French language. Ah, French Canadians change English words into French pronunciation. Yeah. So, <laughs> excuse me. Maybe you're living in uh, Quebec, which is not that far from where I live. Uh, I, I, I want to say your name, but then I don't want to offend you. Miss Rue, if I, if I mess it up, we, and where I live in the United States at one time, we did have a lot of Quebecois come down and work in, um, factories. So there was a lot of French spoken in my town at one time. Fabio says, Hey Brent, sometimes I hear the word draft or drafted related to money in banks. Could you explain what the word draft means having to do with money? Yeah. So, um, a bank draft, you'll often hear that a bank draft. Okay. I'm going to try it. Letitia, Letitia. Is that it? Letitia? If I'm correct. Uh, yeah. So a bank draft is just, um, if you, if you take out, and we'll talk about, um, taking money out of the bank, but it's just like, a, it's similar to a receipt. It's similar to receipt when you go to um, the store and you have proof that you've bought something, your bank, you may overdraft. Sometimes you'll hear that too. So it's just a, well, that's actually a word that's coming up here pretty soon. It's just a proof that you have either deposited money and that's when you put money into the bank in English, you deposit money or you take out money and that's your own money. So if you just have money in the bank to collect interest, so a lot of people do that. They have a savings account. So many English terms we could use with money. Maybe I need to make them part two, but uh, the bank draft is just some people keep their bank drafts or their bank statements as proof that they have put money into the bank or they have taken money out of the bank. Hey, and I, I didn't put in any idioms for this. I thought about it, but I didn't want to make this lesson too long, but Cecilia brings up a great one. Is the idiom to make ends meet common in everyday language? Yes. We use this quite a bit to make ends meet. And that's has to do with money. So maybe, maybe let's say a guy, a guy bought a new car and maybe it's just a little too expensive for him. 
So he might get a part-time job to make ends meet, which means to have enough money. That's what to make ends meet means. So sometimes people will take on an extra part-time job to make ends meet. It's a good question. Good question. I don't know, Jake. I don't know. I don't know that. See, Jake is 16 and I'm old. So that might be a young person thing. Bologi? Bologi? Um, ah, so Jamie, the financial guru of the family, says draft is also when a check clears the bank. So checks, and I did not, I did not include checks with this because they are a little bit older. But of course, we'll get to overdraft. I may mention checks. But checks back in the old days, back in my day, before credit cards, you would write a check. And let's say you wrote a check for $100, but you only have $50 in the bank. So then you would over, we're going to get to overdraft in a minute, but yeah, you would kind of go into debt, kind of go into debt there. Next one, unless I have more example sentences for this. I do. If you would like another example sentence, I need to take out a mortgage in order for me to buy a house. Did we do that one already? I wanted to add the English phrasal verb, take out. Take out. When we're talking about money, you can take money out of the bank or you can put money into the bank. So take out, put in. Those phrasal verbs work when we're talking about money. Now we've talked about overdraft here. That's our next one. Just like debt, it's another thing that you don't want to do. So hopefully you don't need this word in English, but overdraft. I also want to talk about bankrupt just for a second too. Overdraft. That is what will happen when you take too much money out of the bank. And I just used that example of somebody writing a check I might have a picture of a check for an example here. Let's see if I do. Okay, so that's that's what we call a check. I'm sure you've seen that. So the great thing about checks, or the bad thing, is that you can write a check for pretty much any amount. Now, you're supposed to have that money in the bank, right? But let's use a very simple example. I write a check for $100 but I only have $50 in the bank. Well, that's an overdraft. That means the bank is going to be mad at me and they are probably going to charge me some money. Yeah. We call that a fee, a bank fee. So a fee is when you are charged money. I can write that down to a fee. That's not one of the slides, but usually a little something extra that you have to pay. So because I took more money out of the bank than I should have, they charged me a fee. And back in the day, it was about $20. It might be more expensive now. I don't know. Hey, this is, I almost put this one in here, but let's talk about this mega. Sir, what do you say that uh, you, I think you mean who like who works in a bank? So, a cashier is at a store. We talked about that, but 
if you go to the person who's working in the bank, we would call that person a teller. Allergies. So, so good. So good. Luckily, I got the cough button. Uh, yeah, so teller. Great question, Mega. Great question. Yeah, okay, so checks. If you're a little bit older than I am, looks like you might have some internet trouble. If you're a little bit older than I am, you might write checks on a daily basis. And if we so let me let me let me talk here for a second. When an older person, it's usually a woman, an older person is ahead of me in line and they're paying for their stuff, they often will write a check. It takes so long. I'm just waiting. So if you are older, some some older women still write checks for their groceries. Ah, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's not the worst, really. I'm just kidding. But ah, thank you. You know what? The golden light behind me makes my room look beautiful. Thank you so much, Muhammad. That is all Jamie. So Jamie is the financial guru, and she's also the interior decorator, which is a big term. Interior, meaning inside, decorations, overdraft. Yeah, we don't like that. Overdraft, not good. Yes, I know, Samra. It's allergy season. It's allergy season. Try to get some water. Maybe that will help. The next one here. In that picture, I'll pull it up again. Bankrupt. That That's worse than debt. So debt means you don't have enough money. But it might be temporary. It might not last as long. It gets a little more serious when you go bankrupt. So that means you don't have any money bankrupt and you're probably not getting any money for a while <sighs> bankrupt is not fun you borrow from the bank when you take out a loan you borrow from the bank when you take out a loan do we have a loan here am i out of order oh. yeah. that's a bonus word Maybe loan will come up later, but a loan mortgage, that's a type of loan we talked about. Let's talk about salary next. Salary. You may earn a yearly salary. We're going to talk about hourly wage in a minute. So basically when you are on salary, which is what I am as a teacher, you get paid the same amount of money per year, no matter how often you work. Now, if I don't show up at my job, I'll get fired. But sometimes if you're working an hourly wage, you can get what is called overtime. In the United States, working 36 to 40 hours is usually considered the average work week. So if you are paid an hourly wage, you get paid per hour. But as a teacher, 
a lot of jobs get paid salary. So it doesn't matter if I work 36 hours teaching or if I work 50 hours teaching, I get paid the same. That's what salary is. Salary is the money you earn from working at a job. Wages is another term for salary. So I could talk about my yearly salary. I could talk about my monthly salary. I could talk about my weekly salary, I guess. But usually when you talk about weekly, you're talking about hourly wages. So a person who works at a bank, we call them a teller. They are probably working an hourly wage. They get paid for every hour they work. The more they work, the more they get paid. But if you're on salary, if you are on salary, it's the same. It's the same. Take a look at some of these comments here. Oh, Miho, so kind, so kind. And Jamie says the wage can equal how much you are paid in an hour. Mm -hmm. It can. English. Yeah, Mohammed, I'm sorry. The, um, uh, saw what Jamie just wrote in the comments. Um, yeah, I am trying to provide a lot of information for English, but a lot of these words you might not need in everyday conversation. Some of these are pretty advanced, pretty technical words. So even if you don't understand all of the words that I'm putting on the slides, I'm hoping that because I'm speaking slowly and hopefully clearly, this will also help you with your English. So please don't get too overwhelmed with these words. The great thing about this lesson is it will be on replay. And if you want to watch it again, you can. If you want to pause it, you can. So, Mohammed, no worries. No worries. Well, Mega, so monthly income, some people really look at that. And I know Jamie and I do because monthly income is important because that is how your bills are usually charged. So my bill for internet is usually charged by the month. Our electric bill is usually charged by the month. So most people do not collect a monthly paycheck. Like for Jamie and I, we get a paycheck we get direct deposit. And I'm going to talk about that later, but most people will get paid every week or every two weeks. But the monthly income is important when you're trying to calculate how much you can spend because of bills. So um, monthly income is important. It's important, but we just don't think about that because people don't get paid every month. It's just when you're, you're talking about your bills. Okay, Maria. Yeah, I'm glad you asked this. So salary can be what you make if you are 
on salary, that means you get paid one amount of money, usually per year, if you're on salary. But if somebody asked you, hey, what's your salary? What, what, are, your, what are your yearly wages? Sometimes salary and wage can be used the same exact, exact way. It's a little bit confusing. So this person might be on salary. If you're a teacher, I believe if you're a doctor, um, it just depends on the job. You Not always though. Oftentimes, if your job involves a college education, you're more likely to be salary. But then I'm thinking of so many ways that it's not. Oh my gosh, Julia, <laughs> let's, let's not talk too much about unions. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, teachers, we are in a union. I didn't plan on ex- ex- talking about this, but yeah. So with unions in the United States, there are some professions that are unionized. And so when we're talking about our salaries each year, I don't want to confuse people, but there are people who, who talk for us. So each month I pay a fee to my union. There's that word again. It's a little like extra money you have to pay. I pay a fee and then the union helps me out, gets me more, more money usually or benefits health insurance. Turkey and Turkey salaries calculated monthly. Okay. All right. Yeah. So in the United States, monthly salary is important when we're talking about bills. And that is us too, Julia. As a teacher, we get paid, we call it bi weekly. Every two weeks, we get paid bi weekly. Seemed like um, Jamie was dropping some knowledge. Let's see what Jamie was saying. Um, wage is paid by the hour. You have to be paid for hours you worked salary. So to answer, yes, Maria's question here, salary is you're paid the same, no matter how often you work. Aria, who, who was this guy? Mr. Wes, excuse me, stay here. Stay here. Ah, do what you want. Do what you want. <clears throat> All right. So Band is here. How are you? Hey. Mr. Souza. How are you? Welcome. Uh yeah, so uh it looks like Jamie's taking the the union question is a very difficult one. So I see I'm just looking through the chat here. Yeah. Uh, unions also negotiate how much money we pay for health insurance. That's a big, big, big topic right now in the United States. Yeah. How many sick days a year? So as a teacher, we get 15 sick days a year and each time we don't use them, we can use them for the next year. So if you never get sick in two years, you would have 30 sick days. But yeah, good questions. Some some places unions are illegal. 
Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll talk about unions later, maybe. Oof. But I'm glad to see that it's going on in the chat. Uh, Brent, why are some people earning high salaries uh, is good for a country? I'm asking this question so that you can use those words in a long context. Um, that's a good question, Zobeda. Um, it just, uh, I don't think you'll be able to use this answer, but, uh, it just depends on how you feel about money. Um, you know, some people value money quite a bit. I mean, it does allow for more you know, freedom sometimes, but I'm from, I'm from the nineties. Jamie might know this too, but, um, P Diddy, you know, back in the day said mo money, mo problems. So sometimes having too much money is a problem. You know, more fees you have to pay, more people you have to. So I think that's a tricky question because money, we have a saying in English, like money can be the root of all evil. So I think it's a personal opinion. Um, Some people feel that more money is better. Other people might feel more money is, is just a burden. It's a problem. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence with that one. Money can actually, you know, open up a lot of things, but sometimes it leads to more problems. All right. We're going to get into some taxes here. And uh, Yawin has a question too, a really good question. So I do want to put that on the screen in a little bit, but income tax, and I do have an example sentence for this income tax is the money you make. I'm sorry. Income tax is the money you pay to the government based on your salary. So as Zobeda was saying, like the higher the salary in the United States, the more you make, the more you have to pay to the government. So sometimes, you know, but taxes, taxes can be good because they go to paying for improving your roads. They go to pay teachers taxes will go to pay police officers, firefighters to keep us safe. So taxes can be a good thing, but when you hear income tax, that means the amount of money you make at a job, but the government will take part of that. That is what income tax is. And we have a lot of different taxes in the United States during most years income taxes are due every April 15th in the United States. So we call that tax day. You can ask for an extension. So maybe for whatever reason you weren't able to get your taxes done, you can ask for an extension, but April 15th, your taxes for that previous year, for that last year are due. And Jamie did our taxes this year herself. Sometimes we hire an accountant to do them because they can be quite difficult, but somehow Jamie, my wife, she was in the chat a little earlier. She did them on her own and I want to thank her for that. What? Okay. And I don't want to say that C word there, but um, every other year, 2020, it was different. It was July 15th, I believe they extended it. And then this year, I didn't realize that it was, it's May 17th, but usually April 15th, if you were in the United States, know that as 
tax day. I did just quote. I did just quote P. Diddy. Mo money, mo problems. Well, that's truth right there. Sometimes. Mo money, mo problems. And I think um, Miho was talking about income tax in Japan. I think more, I think a lot of countries will pay higher income tax than the United States. Uh, We have a little more freedom with our money, but as we were talking about, like medical bills, very expensive, college, very expensive. So it just depends on what you would rather have. Would you rather pay more income tax and have lower medical bills, lower college, Arroni. He is in the chat. He's moderating. Make sure you check out his channel if you want to learn a little bit of Italian. He does a great job over there. Uh, he put he put up a video uh, yesterday. It's like a 12-minute video on other ways to say okay in Italian. I really enjoyed it. Right, so a couple more taxes here. We're going to talk about sales tax now. Sales tax. That's always fun. Sales tax is the money you pay for every item you purchase. So here's a big surprise. If you've ever visited the United States, you might know this. If you haven't visited the United States, we should talk. So let's say you want an item. Let's make it simple. It costs $1. And if you're in my state of Maine, you go to the cash register you go to the cashier to pay for your item for $1 and you have your $1. But then the cashier will say that will be a dollar six. And when the cashier says that will be a dollar six, they mean it's a dollar. It's written like this. Because of sales tax that we would say it's a dollar six. So there's usually I don't know, 5% sales tax all the way up to like, I think 10% in some States, but depending on the state and depending on the food item, sometimes food, the, the item, sometimes food does not have a sales tax. Sometimes clothing does not have a sales tax, but the potato chips that you buy might have sales tax because it's a snack and it's not as healthy, but just beware when you come to the United States, there is a good chance you will be paying sales tax. So if you go to a restaurant, there might be even more sales tax because you're dining out. Yeah, that's usually a nice surprise for people in the United States when they go to pay for their first item and the price is actually higher than they thought. And that is sales tax. So in my state of Maine, We have a lot of tourists who come from other states. So it's good for us because those people will come from other states, pay into our taxes. So it helps us pay for our roads. So sales tax, almost every item has sales tax. Almost. Hey, Sam, the Taiwanese is in the house. How are you? Welcome. Hey, boy, are you serious? 
20 why is this not working 23 percent this is this is an outrage i wanted to cadet i wanted to put up uh, and there it goes now there was a little delay 23 percent um, I was talking with Adriana too about uh, gas prices in the United States. And she said, listen, don't, don't worry about it. Your gas is cheap gas in Poland. She's from Poland. She's like you wouldn't even believe it. So don't complain about gas taxes. You American in Poland, we have to pay more. So I realize sometimes we, we have it pretty good here in the United States. It just depends, you know, with the, the high medical bills. It, it just, it just depends. So the next one, sales tax, let's get past sales tax. Are we going to be getting into some fun stuff? Eh, maybe the next one we want to talk about is uh, accountants. No, I don't. Filthy rich, but as Biggie said, more money, more problems. So filthy rich is a term you might hear if someone is really rich filthy you usually think as is dirty but in this case filthy rich it's a good thing yeah some people might want to be filthy rich because they will have a lot of money but oh i wanted to talk about accountants with um oh my goodness do i want to talk about this state and federal income taxes okay just really quickly um we pay taxes towards our federal government in Washington, D.C., but everybody in the United States will also pay taxes towards their state government. So we actually have to pay taxes twice, which you might have to do in your own country. But federal is, it would go to like, you know, the army, you know, paying for the army. There are different things that go to different places. So some federal money will go to schools. Some federal money will go to roads. Some state money will go to roads So and teachers. And there's city taxes too. Let's stop talking about taxes. It's not fun. Let's, let's go back to the filthy rich. Maybe if you like money, you, you want to be filthy rich. Let's put that up really big right there. Boom. Filthy rich. And we can talk about these different bills here. The one on the top. That's a 50, $50 bill. The hundred is not there, but we do have a hundred dollar bill as well. And that is one of our presidents, Ulysses S. Grant. There's the 20. That's Andrew Jackson. Hey, on my other channel yesterday, I did a live lesson about Harriet Tubman. That $20 bill right there, it might be changing. Harriet Tubman might be going on the 20. And below that, we have the $10 bill. Alexander Hamilton is on that. He was the first Secretary of Treasury under George Washington. And below that, do you know who's this guy? Does anybody know? If you could uh, just write it in the chat. Who's that guy right there on the $5 bill? What's that man's name? As, uh, As people are writing in the chat. Give a shout out there. Ra, the Brazilian English teacher. He's moderating the chat right now. Welcome. Welcome. Anya's here too. Hey, welcome. Who is that guy? 
I have a little bit of a delay. Oh, nobody's written it. Oh, Elena. Hey, and I remember Elena has won the Quizlet at one time. We'll be playing Quizlet a little later. She won the Quizlet. Yeah, it's Abraham Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. He's on the five. Kind of a famous guy in American history. I'm going to do a lesson on um, a U.S. citizenship test at one time. And, uh, you know, Abe Lincoln, he might be on there. Filthy rich. That's a probably a good thing. But you might also hear about somebody living in poverty, which is the opposite of being filthy rich. It means you have very little money. And here's the example sentence. There is a big difference between people who are filthy rich and people who are living in poverty. So those are two extremes. The filthy rich, you know, Jeff Bezos, right, of Amazon, and people who are living in poverty. So a big difference between those two people. The next one, tip. This can be tricky in the United States. I talk about this a little bit in a video I did about how to order breakfast in the United States. Um, Because in some restaurants, you don't tip. Some services, you don't tip. But others, you do. But let's talk about the word itself, which can be a little difficult. There are a few different meanings to the word tip. I just want to talk about two of them. But a tip can be like the end of a pencil, like like right there. That might even be a pen, but like the very edge, the very edge, the tippity top. But it can also be money you leave as a bonus after a meal. So in restaurants like McDonald's, you don't tip. But in other restaurants, we might call them sit-down restaurants where they bring you your food and then they clear your dishes, you probably should leave a tip. So tipping can be a little interesting. Like yesterday, Jamie and I went to a bigger city of Portland, Maine, and somebody parked our car for us. We call that a valet. And in that case, we gave them a tip. If you go to a hotel and somebody carries your luggage to your room for you, you would leave them a tip. It's a little bit of extra money to help them out for work well done. But if you go into a restaurant and the service is not good, then you might not leave a tip. If they were really rude to you and brought your food out really late, you you might not need to tip for that reason. Let's take a question here that has to do with taxes. Pull it up here. Yawen asked. Keep me over here. here. This is a very complicated question. If you want to become a channel member, you will have access to the Discord channel. And this is where Yawen asked her question. It's a question about money. Hey, Brent, 
I just paid car tax to the city government. I need to pay income tax to the federal government and a house tax to the city government next month. Then a gas tax will go in July. Every year when tax season comes, I'm on the fence. We've talked about that too, like on the fence. If you don't know exactly how to decide, you might be on the fence. I think we discussed that in last week's lesson. Should I feel thankful that I have to pay taxes or should I complain? And so her question, actually, we have talked a little bit about taxes, um, but I thought this was just such a well-worded question. I know that Yawin probably took some time to write this. So I, I think, you know, for the question right here, should you complain or should you be happy? How about this? Anytime you have to pay money, we, we should complain, right? It's not going to do any good, but you can complain. You can get it off your chest. When we say get it off your chest, it's just like you're just complaining, complaining, but you might feel better after. But do you feel like your federal taxes or your state taxes, do they go to good things? Do you have nice roads does somebody come and pick up your trash each week? Do you feel safe? You know, if you do, complain all you want, right? If it makes you feel better. Um, and if not, you can write, I think in Taiwan, you can write to the people who represent you. You can write to your mayor, say, hey, I don't like this. And maybe they'll take care of it. And maybe they won't. From what I've seen, um, of Taiwan. Very nice, clean, and uh, safe. So I don't know, Yawan. That's a tough one. But it never hurts to complain. If it makes you feel better, complain all you want. And I think Maria and Samra will be on here in a minute to ask some more questions. Siwu, it's a new member. Siwu, welcome to the club. One thing you should do almost immediately right after this live stream is check out the members tab because there you will find the discord channel. We'd love to have you. There's a members chat going on tomorrow. Anya might get with you in the discord server. I definitely will too, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a fun time. Um, we often talk there. Sometimes I'll share pictures of the, the date night that Jamie and I went on. Um, there've been some other pictures shared, Samra share some pictures. So I think it's a good time. And I do have this thing. I always play for a new member, new member, make sure you check the members tab for the discord, the members chat and the bonus videos. Yeah. So, so welcome last week we did a members, uh, chat. We'll do another one soon, but Oh, people will come on camera. So, hey, Siwoo, so glad to have you. Uh, I see you in the chat quite a bit, so it'll be great to get to know you. And there's just a really nice community. I think that is, um, it's not, it's not, it's not me. It's because of all the people in the, we got about 40 members or so in there. So some great people. And you know what, Maria, Maria's here. She's going to be coming on in just a minute to um, ask her question as well. Hey, um, Sam is coming on as well. So if you both, if it makes you feel more comfortable to both come on and ask your question, 
that'll be cool because I know, you know, Maria's native language is Spanish. Simmer's is Turkish. They're both great speakers, but, uh, Hey, Amina, Amina, you do not have to do this, but it's always nice. Hey, thank you so much for the super chat. And Amina is a channel member. I think you will love getting to know her. She's great. Um, I always love chatting with Amina. So thank you so much for that super sticker. It means a lot. Thank you. Let's get into a little bit of uh, slang here with money. We have a couple different... We Change what? We'll get back to change here. But we have bucks dough and moolah. So there are many different slang terms we have for money, but if you want to know a couple bucks, that's usually the bills. Like, Hey, that cost me six bucks. What my McDonald's hamburger, six bucks. That's an outrage. That's a ripoff. Or you could say, I don't have any dough. I can't go to the movies. Look at this. I don't have enough moolah to go to the movies tonight. So Maria is waiting to come on. Can you give me a, a, a head shake? No or yes. Do you want me to wait for Samra? Would, would you feel more comfortable? Okay. We're going to wait for Samra. So uh, Maria though um, has a question about money. It's a good question. I think it will help others. So the next one I want to talk about is a little bit complicated is withdraw. Withdraw. Because this can have a couple different meanings. They're, they're very similar. But when you take money out of the bank, you're withdrawing money. And that's the verb. You withdraw money. But we call it a withdrawal. That's, that's the noun form. It's so weird. If you don't want to use withdraw money, you can simply say take out. But when you withdraw money from a bank, we say that you have withdrawn your money. So this is definitely upper level advanced kind of stuff. But if you want to bring your English to just a little higher level, instead of saying take out, which is perfectly fine, you can say, I need to withdraw some money so I can go to the movies. Maybe, maybe. The other thing I want to talk about here was uh, change. Go back to this. Change, you may know that verb, change, like, oh, I need to change my shirt. Uh Uh-oh, Samra's in the chat, but it says her device is not connected. So change is the leftover money you get back when you pay for something. So if I bought that dollar item and there wasn't any sales tax and I paid with a $5 bill, I would hopefully get $4 change back unless somebody was ripping me off, ripping me off. Hope not. Next one is direct deposit. And for Jamie and I, oh, Samra, it's not working. Uh, I see Samra popping in here, uh, but the device is not connected for some reason. Direct deposit. That is when you don't even see your money. You don't even get a check. When you work at your job, you just get it put right into the bank. 
And that is what I have. I get direct deposit. I don't even get any paper anymore. They send me an email with my bank statement and it says, Hey, we put this amount of money into your, to your checking account or your savings account. So many terms we could go over with money, but direct deposit. I think that's how a lot of people are getting paid these days. You don't see a check. You don't see any money. Boom. It just goes right into your account. Got a couple more here. Then we can get to our game. Here's a fun one. Piggy bank. Did you know that one? When I was little, I had a piggy bank, but then I had to break it open to get my money out. A lot of kids, some adults, they have piggy banks. So they'll keep all their savings in a piggy bank. Probably better to put it in the bank so you can earn interest, but there's a little piggy bank. I don't know if it's going to work for Samra today. She keeps popping in. Uh-oh, I have a private chat. Oh, Samra, for some reason, her her cam is being blocked. Samra's been on, I think, here before. Um, you may have to sign up some way, I think. You have to allow it, maybe. But it's definitely not anything on my end because I have allowed it. Yeah, look at this. Spare change, Marco. Sometimes we'll use that spare change. You just have a little bit of money lying around. Maybe you want to get an ice cream with it. Spare change is usually not a lot of money, but sometimes if people are, you know, homeless, they don't have a lot of money, you may give them some spare change. Good vibes. Mr. Souza, love that. Love that. So Jamie is saying we can actually use an app on our phone to pay bills, transfer money, even deposit a check. Yeah. Um, my bank, we have this app where, yeah, a lot of that stuff can be done right from your phone. Maria, you ready? Okay. Okay. Uh, Maria is going to come on. She has a question about uh, money, but I would also love for her to introduce herself too. So, Maria, what's going on? Hello, hello, everyone watching. How are you? <laughs> Doing well, Maria. Thanks for joining us. Hey, um, I don't think you've been on before. Do you mind just telling everyone a little bit about yourself, maybe where you're from, and how long you've been studying English? Yeah, I'm from Argentina. I'm Maria. <laughs> Um, well, I'm studying the course of studies of English translation for many years now, but I've studied English uh, all my life. So, um, well, and I have a question about money because you, you said that the topic was going to be money. Yeah. And immediately I thought of inflation, which is our worst financial problem in Argentina for decades. So when we Argentinians think about money, we think about inflation. So the prices of services and goods are really high. Yeah, and that is not a slide that I had. So Maria, no. I mean, excellent question. I wrote that in the chat. It's on the screen now. And Maria yeah. is talking about something called inflation, which is when, in, in Argentina, I'm sorry that you have to deal with this, um, 
in the United States, we've had a pretty good run. In the 1970s, we had a real problem with inflation. And what inflation means, and I know Maria knows this, but just in case you don't know what inflation means, it means each month or each week, the price you have to pay for goods shoots right up. And sometimes that can get out of control. In the United States, we have something called the the Federal Reserve, the Feds. And what they do is they mess around with interest rates. So Mm -hmm. if it looks like our prices are going to go out of control, they will either, I can't remember what they do. They will lower the interest rates. I'm not a money person, but they will make it easier to borrow money. And if it seems like the economy is not going as well or or is going too quickly, they will increase those uh, interest rates. So I've heard Argentina, I've heard um, Venezuela too. I think the inflation rate is out of control. I think we are one of of the countries with uh, most inflation rates. Uh, We are one of the the worst in that uh, in that issue. <laughs> uh, well, and with the pandemic, it's worse. Uh, that situation uh, increased. And that's what makes it so difficult is that the prices are going up. And guess what? You still make the same amount of money each yeah. week or each yeah. year. Salaries are the same. <laughs> yeah. And we have also devaluation, which I know is related to inflation. So for us, today, more or less one dollar is uh costs uh one hundred around one hundred pesos argentinian pesos uh, the official uh, uh, value then we have the illegal dollar which is one hundred and forty pesos so for us it's really expensive today uh to buy things uh, uh outside if you if we travel it's impossible Right. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, Sometimes when in the United States, when we go to Canada, it can be better for us because things are a little cheaper when you travel, but not always. So what you're saying is because, and then Maria just mentioned a term devalue. I wrote that that in the chat. A lot of times when you put D in front of a word, it means the opposite. So yeah. if something is valued, it's trusted, it's worth something. If it's devalued, it means the opposite. It's not worth as much. So what Maria is saying is that if she comes to the United States, her money just isn't worth as much as it, as it once was, maybe yeah. two or three years ago. Yeah. So you'll be staying in Argentina for a while is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. We travel, but I will stay here. I like it here. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. It's very nice. It's it's a very big country. You have many, as you said, many uh, awesome uh, nature landscape to, to see, to visit. And Cecilia, Cecilia is from Argentina too. Uh, she's a teacher. Uh, she studied English translation, the same course of studies I'm studying. She, she graduated uh, a long time ago, as she, she told me. Uh, so... He knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's awesome. Hey, Maria, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for becoming a member. It was great. And uh, anytime you have questions, we'll get you back on. Great. Thank you for your work and for Jamie too.
Oh, of course. Uh, you are yeah. great teachers. Of course. Bob, then we will watch uh, Bob's lesson. <laughs> Bob the Canadian, he's going to be going on in uh, about 40 minutes. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give him you are great. Yeah, your <laughs> job is great because you, you do it for free. And it's not easy to find that uh, on the internet. Yeah, that's the great thing. I mean, I use a lot of Italian um, yeah. YouTube. So, yeah, it's great to be able to, to get information for free. I think YouTube's great. Maria, thank you so much. I really much. appreciate it. Okay. Oh, my pleasure. All right, that was awesome. Um, and I'm sorry that Semra can't uh, join us, but I believe Semra's question was about devaluing as well. So um, we'll get that fixed, Semra. We'll have you back on next week. How about that? Um, one thing I didn't talk about is, and this was part of Semra's question too, is sanctions. So sometimes one country will put sanctions on another country. And I feel really bad uh, for what's going on in Iran right now, because I feel that the United States is, is partly or a lot responsible for what's going on with um, the money situation in Iran right now, because inflation is out of control and, uh, the people of uh, Iran are some of my favorite people, and I and I hate that that is happening to them. Um, so, uh, yeah, teacher salaries in the United States, I can't complain too much. We do okay, but I know in other parts of the world, um, teachers are just not really valued. And uh, from what I hear uh, with talking with Rod and uh, Cecilia, that in Argentina and Brazil, it's just the wages for teachers, the salaries of teachers is just not really what it should be. Okay. So Semra is going to ask her question here from Turkey. My question is how can I explain their money units more valuable than our money units? Thanks Brent. Yeah. I think um, Maria was kind of talking about that a little bit is, and I can use it for an example of the United States and Canada, because I only live a couple hours from Canada and then so we might say this. Oh, nice compliment from Maria. Maria is always smiling. I haven't talked to her often, but the few times that I have talked to her, she is always smiling. She's always smiling, which is great, which is great. So Maria, you can come on anytime. Um, we like, uh, I think somebody else mentioned the good vibes. It's, it's a great vibe. So um, exchange rate is maybe something we could talk about. I think um, Semra is mentioning here. So an exchange rate, and I'm going to use Turkey, and I'm going to use um, the United States, not Turkey, sorry. I'm going to use Canada and, and the United States. So when it depends on the year. Sometimes the American dollar is doing better than the Canadian dollar. So when I go to Canada, the exchange rate is really good for me. And I can get things a little bit cheaper in Canada than I could in the United States. But other years when I travel, the Canadian dollar is stronger than the American dollar. So the exchange rate doesn't work out as well for me. And I might end up paying a little more in Canada than I would have here in the United States. Oh, yeah, Maria. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fun to have you on. Fun to have you on. Um, so Samra, we'll, we'll get you back on. 
We'll get you back on. We'll figure out what is going on here. So I think, how many slides do I have left? This might be time. Oh, let's two more. Let's talk about this really quickly, and then we'll get into our game here. Okay. Um, this first one I want to talk about is wallet and billfold. Now, I'm not saying just men, but it's more likely that men will carry a wallet or a billfold in their pocket. And that is where they keep their money. Look at this. More, more compliments for Maria. Look at that. Maria, you have some fans. So a wallet where I live, we would call that thing in that guy's pocket a wallet. But where Jamie is from in the Southern United States, we would call that a billfold. So wallet is definitely more popular, but you might also hear um, billfold. Sam is asking a great question. Is it common to invest in the U.S. stock market? I think people, so Jamie and I, we both have um, so many money terms. We have a retirement plan and each week we pay a little money into it and that money is invested in stocks. So a lot of people for their retirement plan, when they stop working, when they get older, they will have some investment in stocks. So I think maybe 50-50. So some people will invest in the stock market and it might be in the form of a retirement plan. You know, it's a little bit risky because the stock market could uh, fail. I know a lot of people I worked with in the early 2000s, they couldn't retire when they wanted to because their stocks tanked. If something doesn't do well, and we're talking about money, it's tanked. It did really badly. So their stocks that were really high at one time tanked. They went down. So they had to wait a little while to retire a couple more years. And the next one I want to talk about is for the ladies. But hey, if you're a guy and you want to carry a purse, that's fine. But here we have purse or pocketbook. So in some places in the United States, you'll hear it called a purse. Or some places you'll hear it called a pocketbook. Hey, Alig. Alig says it's all about the Benjamins. And you know what? It is. It's all about the Benjamins. So let's talk about that for a second. The Benjamins... So on our $100 bill, and I didn't have a picture of that, on our $100 bill is a guy named Benjamin Franklin. So it's all about the Benjamins. It means it's all about the money. Benjamin is slang for money, but it comes from the $100 bill and that guy, Benjamin Franklin. All right, Jamie is dropping some knowledge. We may have to have Jamie. We may have to do money part two. And we can talk about 403Bs and 401Ks, but those are um, something I don't want to talk about, actually, because it's a little complicated, but um, they're, they're types of retirement plans. So most people will have a 401K, but because Jamie and I are teachers, it's a little bit different. So we have um, a 403B. And a nest egg, Jamie just used that term nest egg. 
it's another way to say in English, um, savings. So a nest egg, like that's your savings. What I need to do now is I need to click over and share something else. We've done this on the other channel before. And Alina, I remember one, one time. And uh, this will work if you have two browsers. So let me make this a little bigger. You can still hear me. You can go to this website. It's www.quizlet.live www.quizlet.live and then you put in that code and if we have enough players we can have a little game and see who knows the terms better Yawin knows what I'm talking about Benjamin Franklin Benjamin Franklin hello can how are you now that is that is that turkish are you from turkey whoops i didn't want to do that i want to do that so if you need that um like i said we've done this on the other channel american english guy 2 and uh there were some people that actually actually played there hey there you go welcome turkey i would love to visit turkey one day I want to go to, oh, Samra. What's it called? Akadopio? Akadopio? The, it's the place with all the, the white and they get the hot air balloons. I want to go there. Cappadocia, I think it's called, in Turkey. I want to go there. Hey, just another shout out to Rod, the Brazilian English teacher. He is in the chat moderating. So is my friend there. Talk Italian with Arroni. They both have YouTube channels. Check them out. Good stuff there. Yelena. Yelena is here. Do you use the expression to live on a bread line? I'm not sure if that's used in just the U.S. or if it's British. Um, uh, short answer, I would say no. We don't use that very often. But if you use that in the United States, I think most people would know. So a bread line is what people used to stand in in the United States during the Great Depression when there were really bad money times. So if you're living on a breadline, it means you don't have a lot of money. But I, I think that's probably a British expression. Um, how, Zoe from Iran is wondering, how long do you have to work for schools? Um, are you talking about per day? Our day is usually about six to six and a half, seven hours long. Um, some teachers will choose to go in a little bit earlier to get their work done. Some teachers will choose to go in a little later um, to work after school. So that's the thing about being on salary. Now, I have to be there when students arrive, but if I want to do my planning, I can do it before school starts or I can do it after school. And that salary just gives you a little bit of flexibility. So we're not paid an hourly wage. 
Yes. We, uh, BB, we did, um, we had a slide um, later. Maybe if you watch on replay, you can see we did talk about um, bankrupt. That is definitely an American English term. And it just means you, you have no money. And it doesn't look like you're going to have any money anytime soon. Bankrupt is bad. And I do have some, there we go, Cappadocia. I want to go. I want to go. All right, Marco, be careful. Now, you, Marco says he's going to take a shower, but he's still going to listen. So please um, be careful with the water. I'm glad you want to keep learning English, but I don't want your your phone to keep it out of the water. Be safe, Marco. Don't slip on the soap. Be careful. All right, how many people? We got some people. All right, we got some people. Can you see that? So let's start this game here pretty soon. We um, have, looks like seven people. And then you can always join after. You can always join after. So if you've never, oh, we got eight. Talk Italian with Aroni. Um, let me take just one more question. Oh, Marco, are you from? Marco, um, have you ever been in my country? I don't think so. I've been to Canada, the U.S., England, France, Belgium, Germany, Denmark, Sweden, and Finland. So if you are from one of those countries, I have been. We have eight people. Let's do this. So what's going to happen is I'm going to, ooh, we got nine. Cecilia just joined. Oh, we have some heavy hitters in here. And when you say heavy hitters, it means we have some strong contestants. I know I've spoken to many people in the game and they know English very well. And we have Elena here too. She is a past champion of this game. So the way this works and Cecilia is an English teacher. Oh dear. This could be a good one. So what happens is I'm going to click on create a game. We won't see what they see, but they are going to be given questions with the depth. Oh, Yawin's in there too. They're going to be given questions with the definitions, but we can see how well they are doing. We won't see, oh, Anyawat. Are there two Anyawats in there? Hey, if you're playing twice, it's, it's better luck, right? Or it could be too confusing. I think they're different Anyawats. Um, we won't see the questions that they get, but we will see how well they do. So I'm going to start this first game. And then if any, we'll play like three or four. How about that? And if anybody wants to hop on a little later, there will be an opportunity. So let's get this game going. So you can see that uh, the alpacas, let's talk Italian with Erroni, lions, Amina, stingrays. Oh, somebody else wanted to get in. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Wait, what? I think what happened was that oh, Maria's in there. Okay. I'm glad I stopped. Okay. I think there was an extra person too. Okay. Now we can start. Good luck. Here we go. So, so you can see, um, make this a little bigger. They're going pretty quickly. So each time somebody gets something right, it moves up and we can see the alligators and the chameleons are tied with four. Now, the problem is if you get one wrong, you have to start all the way back at the beginning, which can be frustrating. 
but it looks like alligators have a slight lead over the chameleons right now. But it is anybody's. Oh, okay. As the game is going, we might have a winner here with uh, alligators. But as the game is going on, I will answer Zoe's question about how we got a winner. We got a winner. So they will display the top three. Was it, is that Amina? Amina is the winner. Nicely done. Amina, you crushed it. But chameleons, we can't see who the chameleons was, but they were very close too. T-Rexes, nice job. Let's play one more maybe. Play one more. And if anybody wants to to get in, maybe do that. If anybody wants to get in, um, I hope that was fun. I like watching it. Um, how many years, uh, Zoe is wondering, before teachers can retire? On average, it's probably 25 years. So, oh, Lena, you think you can probably get in. You can probably get in right now if you want. Um, it's about 25 years. Yeah. So once you get in your years, um, you can start collecting retirement, but that's usually a reason why people can't retire is because they don't have enough money, but 25 years is, is about the average. All right, let's play another one. Here we go. I get, I get nervous. So Amina, can Amina defend her title? Let's do it. Wait, wait. Oh, some, some people are disconnected. Um, we can start anyway. All right, here we go. The Mustangs are out to a, this is tight. Ooh, orcas. That's like a dolphin. An orca is like a dolphin. It's like, um, you might also hear killer whale actually for an orca. The Mustangs, that's a type of horse. Mustangs look like they have a, have a lead over the oxen. Peacocks are up there. Come on, orcas. You can do it. Come on, lynx. Mustangs. Is that a mean again? This is a little bit bigger lead than the last time. Don't get anything wrong. Come on. Who is it? I think Mustangs are going to take it. They got two more. Are you serious? Is it Amina again? Amina cannot be stopped. Cannot be stopped. Ario, I'm going to open it back up. Okay, We'll play again. But uh, maybe if some more players want to come in, you can go to www.quizlet.live and punch in that code. We'll wait just a second for you. And then I will put, oh, Samra, this is not, this is not Samra's day. So Samra tried to join the live. It didn't work. Samra tried to join the game. It didn't work. Oh, but look at this. So we can't see the second place person, but according to Aroni, he said he was second place. I don't know if I believe him, but eh, maybe, maybe look at this. Oh, see you. Hey, I am going to put up if I hope you looked for the uh, discord server and then join us there because there will be a chat uh, tomorrow for channel members, but see you get some sleep. I know it's getting late in Asia. 
Hey, a real quick, um, we'll give a shout out to all the channel members right there, right there. Siwoo's not up there yet, but uh, we'll definitely put her up there. So we've got Luke, Miho, Glab. Amina's a channel member. And if you would like to join, there's a there's a join button somewhere there. All right, let's go. One more game. How about that? Let's do this. Can anybody beat Amina? Will she win three times in a row? Uh, can I get everybody in here? Yeah, Orcas down to wolves. No, we don't. We don't want to see me. Come on, right there. Lions. I wonder if I mean. Oh, but but look at hedgehogs. Hedgehogs has four. Lions slight lead over the hedgehogs, but we got reindeer, camels, wolves. Oh, Amina has a fan club already. The lions, look at this lions, lions crushing it, crushing it. Is it Amina again? Is it Amina again? Amina, (laughs) Amina cannot be stopped. Three in a row. Congratulations, Amina. Nicely done. Yeah, Yasin, welcome from Kurdistan. Uh, We just had a live lesson for about an hour and a half. And then we uh, are playing a game to see how much second place again. Aroni. Well, it looked like there were a lot of great answers in there, but Amina might have crushed the competition. It was close. Second and third, fourth. It was pretty close. Pretty close. Hey, I want to thank you all for joining if you want to keep learning uh, English, I do have another video very much like this about spring vocabulary. And in about 15 minutes, Bob, the Canadian will be going live. So you definitely want to check him out. He's going to just be taking questions and answering them uh, from a form and sometimes from the chat. So Summer, we're going to find out what happened and we're going to get you on next week. Oh, Zoe. Well, I'm going to try to keep doing this. If people like it, maybe I'll put out a, um, like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A poll. Yep. English teacher. Yep. I'll put out a poll to see if people like playing that game, but, but I don't know. Are we going to be able to play the game with Amina? She's just, she was just crushing everybody. I bet, um, I bet Cecile was up there too. I bet she was up there too. Hey, thank you. Oh, I like it. The fastest thumb of Canada. Boom. Fast brain too. Fast brain. All right, Luke, thanks so much for becoming a member. There's another lesson down below if you want to learn about spring. Oh, in the description box too, there is the slides. Those Google slides are available if you want to use those to practice. And then also there is a link to the Quizlet. And you can play that on your own as well. So check the description box below. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Can't wait to um, talk with, I think, some of you tomorrow in the uh, members chat. And then next Saturday, we'll do another lesson. How about that? 